Hello, welcome to the podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Ford PT. Do you know what that is? Hmm. The Ford is a fully equipped mobile gym that provides uh, customized training, personal training to anybody according to their own individual needs and fitness goals. Uh, if you have a, if you want to lose weight, there's a plan for you. If you want to gain strength, there's a plan for you. If you want to do any other specific training, uh, there's a plan for you as well. Fucking hell. Uh, the next Animal Flow introductory class is happening on the 18th of September, which is a Wednesday at, at 8, 8 o'clock, I think at night, 8 to, 8 to 9.30, should be one and a half hours. Go check it out, go attend, give uh, Bronnie some love and sign up. The intermediate class is also happening this month on the 25th. So first, uh, people who have already done the introductory class, the, do the other one. I'm probably going to be there. I will. Yes, I will be there. Uh, check out their Instagram at PT for more information or drop them a DM to find out more. Or, you know, whatever you want to find out, you can drop them a DM as well. If you're looking to get fit and you're not sure where to start, mention that you're a listener of the podcast. Hashtag mostly the podcast. Ugh. And get your personal training session for free. Bum, 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 bum. Save the world by building your own zero-waste plastic kit today with Plastic Free, a Singapore-based online store that affords aff- that offers affordable, eco-friendly products from you reusable cups, metal straws, and other sustainable items that can be used in your daily lives to help you keep the use of plastic to a minimum. Join the movement and together we'll make the world, say it together with me, a greener place, one cup, one straw, one bag at a time. Jang jang. Use the promo code MOSTLYYOGA for 10% off any purchases of $30. Visit their store at www.plasticfree.co. That's www.plasticfree.co. I dare you to say that three times. Um, same with their IG as well, Plastic Free uh, with a K. Hmm. All the links in the description thing below. Okay. My guest today is the incredibly handsome and incredibly talented Raphael Ravindran, a yogi slash parkour practitioner. Uh, we talk about movement, uh, his journey with yoga and parkour. We talk about his uh, path towards self-mastery and overcoming the obstacles in the best possible way in terms of the parkour philosophy as well. Uh, yeah, without further ado... Here's Raphael. Enjoy. Okay. Hello. Hello. Raf. Yes. Thanks for coming by to my place and doing this with me. We're all very busy, but I'm glad that I still found the time to to want to talk to you. It's been a while, like before you went off to your trip. I've always kind of wanted to talk to you and then hear your experience about the, the, about the TT that you just went to. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, thanks for having me by your humble abode. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, I mean, I, I just left for the trip right after my TT. And yeah, it's actually been a while since we caught up. So mm, I think it's a really yeah. good, good idea. We talked about this a while ago. To yeah, yeah. Catch up, we, so it's we cool. kept wanting to do this. So mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. it's nice to be able to sit down and do this with, with you. Yeah. All right. Questions. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I guess I'll just ask one of the, the main questions that I wanted to ask, which will, I guess, will open up all the doors to the other questions. Right. What's your relationship with movement? And how does parkour... And how does yoga come into play with all mm, this, right? Mm. Like, what is the... How did you find yoga? 
like which like parkour came first right i'm yeah, sure yeah and then like then how did yoga come into play okay okay yeah i'm gonna skip the movement question first uh-huh. sorry if that's uh unorthodox but um yeah let's let's talk about parkour first mm. i found parkour first because when i was kind of younger you know just like imagine a generic movie scene so I don't know if you know like uh, this movie called like the Jason Bourne the Bourne series. Yeah, that's my so, favorite. Uh, super super agent no secret yeah secret agent show yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, basically, um, the scene is like he just found out he's like, he's an agent like he's he's been unaware the whole time, and he has to kind of flee from like twenty other guys. So it's like in this like building uh, um, scene uh, basically movie scene, and it's like running around getting around uh, all the obstacles and still managing to evade everyone. Mm. So. Like, when I first saw that, I was like, okay, wow, like, there's a certain skills involved in, like, him being able to maneuver and navigate around 20 other uh, opponents. And, uh, but beyond that, like, other than just the physical aspect of him um, like manipulating his body, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, like, how I would see the physical side of parkour, there's also, there's, like, the mental aspect, like, how we see assessing the situation, like, oh. beat by beat, like, frame by frame. It's... Um, that was that's actually how I got into parkour. I think, like condensing whatever I just said, it's my angle going into parkour is about self mastery, like you being able to assess environments and then having the ability, uh, your competence competencies to basically get around and apply what's in your head. Okay, that's a, that's a that's a great answer. Eh? Mm. Um, okay, because mm. I would see it as just a movement thing, not so much as a being aware of your surroundings yeah, yeah. You, you see parkour and you just see some guy just jumping around and climbing stuff it's mm-hmm. it's it's very physical but not so much about the mental uh, right the awareness aspect of it right that's interesting yeah and yeah so like drawing the parallels to like yoga so like you can mm-hmm. see someone like flowing through the poses or you know just sitting there in meditation but you don't see what's going on inside yeah and i think for those of us who you know who go to movement first and then discover something deeper that's what actually like drawing us back into the the disciplines basically mm. yeah so that's parkour for me um how i got into yoga is kind of a strange story i had an injury long time ago back in jc right i heard about this and then yeah. um basically i tore like my the cuff and everything like got wrecked uh. from what um it was in the gym i was in just like weightlifting basically oh. like it's a shoulder press and when the weight went up so it's dumbbell so it's like two separate hands you're standing or you're sitting on the bench I was standing wow, so I'm like standing okay. but like dumbbell oh. so I press so I'm supposed to like let it come back down right oh. but I kind of like lost I don't know it just happened like free accident my right hand just went down without me releasing uh, like letting the weight okay, okay. Mm. so it went down in front of me and in my head, I heard like, <laughs> so I know like, oh, I'm screwed, okay. like, I'm screwed. So yeah, that night or the next morning, I went to the hospital. So again, an uh, unidentified hospital somewhere oh, where near okay. where I live. <laughs> didn't really give a good diagnosis. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I didn't do anything. I didn't do any... Like, what, what was the pain? What were you experiencing? Was it like when you when that happened, were you, there were like people crowding around you or you just quietly like, it's already? Um... They crawled around. Like, so that means you were like, ah. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I had a one-time you... raw. La. <laughs> <laughs> like one-time current raw. <laughs> and then, but after that, there was no pain. <laughs> so it was yeah, so strange. Yeah, like okay. once the... I it sort of snapped back, right? It didn't really snap back. It's just, there wasn't any pain. <laughs> but when I went home, I realized 
I couldn't like lift yeah, it comfortably. Wrong really, yeah. Yeah, that so happened like, to me also when I sort of popped my my shoulder, mm. but not halfway. It popped, and then like, I felt like it got electricity. Uh, <laughs> then you get back in, like, eh, so that like, okay, like, oh, it's okay. Ah, okay, okay. After it, like, oh no, it started to feel really. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think for bones that might happen, but mine is like you know, mine's not bones. Mine's like, like the ligaments. Yeah, the mine's the ligaments. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So same. Rotator cuff also. Oh, rotator cuff also. Yeah. So okay. So mine didn't pop back, and mm. then so if you never pop back, it will be dangling really what? I. I, yeah, I don't know. know yeah, I don't know. But here, that's, here's the thing. Like, I didn't do anything. I didn't get it sorted. For how so long? that was like in JC one. So wait, wait. For how long? Like, you went to the hospital the next day, right? Yeah, I went to the hospital the next day. Then but they, they after, never said anything. So the guy was like, whatever lah. And no then, cream, no bandage, no nothing. Uh. Nothing. The hell? Yeah, he just like, oh, just okay. go like rest it off lah. Okay. Yeah, and okay. So <laughs> anyway, fast flow. That was like I think twenty thirteen. Uh. So there's like JC, then after you know, after JC they have like the uh, like army and everything. So I just like tank through with everything. So like you know in the jungles and shit, uh. like climbing and everything, yeah. my shoulder is just like ready to pop any uh. second. Uh. And somehow I'm really out of army alive. Right. And I got it sorted. Like what yeah, once so I was down, done. Down pass really, uh? No, I didn't down pass. I didn't declare basically. Why? I, I gangster lah. <laughs> Fucking gangster. <laughs> so like basically near the end of my ORD, like you got all leave to clear, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, better then you go and see the OMO, go and take I never, never. Home. I did it in private. Uh, why? What the hell? Was because like I was lucky, so like my my, my grandma like knows the doctor and everything. Oh, okay, okay. So like you just want a better second opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy saw me and like she she told me like this guy is like good at shoulder uh. and stuff like. So anyway, got my shoulder sorted, like MRI everything, surgery, pop 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 everything, and then I just basically recovered. Naturally. And as it as in like after the surgery lah. Oh, yeah, there was surgery. There was surgery. So basically, oh, like so after the MRI, he saw everything. Like basically, my shit inside is all mangled. Yeah. yeah, it's like a it's wrecked. And then he just shaved off the the torn parts. Mm. He said it's like a complex tear. Yeah, to whoever is listening that knows what this means. Okay. Complex tear. He shaves off all the the parts that are fraying, and then he basically tie my upper the- arm bone into my shoulder girdle. So it's like Kah! So normally you have like that soft. Mm-hmm. Thing, uh, right. to cushion basically now mine is like bone to bone and he basically drilled holes into my bones oh, and he tied them with like it's called sutures it's like imagine like a titanium thread yeah so you just tie my bones together how does that affect so I he said like the doctor told me after the surgery like um, it's very good like I think it went well mm. um, but you like don't expect it to be 100% like, like all doctors will sort of give you this yeah, disclaimer pretty la. much yeah. but I had a feeling that he did a really good job right. because I mean not, not at that point I thought he did a good job because like, yeah whatever but as time went by like you know a few months three six months like after that my shoulders as good as new oh. and I, I mean I was being careful of course right, you know right. but then when I started doing big, bigger stuff like you know getting back into parkour I was like shit I don't even feel it once in a while it's like a bit weird click 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 because of the fucking like the way it's drilled in la, but yeah like, it's unnatural in that sense but other than that like there's no instability. Hmm. It's super... Yeah, I'm good as new. It's like, I wish I can do it on my left. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's strange because like, usually these things will have repercussions. There right? will always be this like, oh, so ever since that day, it's always been like this. Yeah, or like, oh, hey, when, when raining, mm. then become cold yeah, or some stupid yeah, thing. Yeah. But I don't feel it. So it's okay. a bit of a blessing. Yeah, then I guess it was a very... Like, it went well. Uh, it went thing. really well. Yeah. Oh. So, okay, wait. That was a, that's a long journey to get to how I get into yoga. Yeah, so, so, okay, so this thing happened and then... Yeah, so actually knowing that I had a surgery coming up, I was like planning ahead. I know like, okay, I'm going to be down for like two or three months. I cannot do anything. So I was like planning my my big return, la, you know, like uh, like bouncing back. 
So I was like, okay, I need to do this, 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 so that even though I'm like bedridden or I'm not as active, I'm still able to remain kind of like functional. Mm. Yeah. So I was like planning some stuff, like okay. So I basically like devised like a like a lower body workout program so that I'm still active and shit. And also I kind of bought certain books so I can remain, you know, my, my mind mm. still like remain sharp. So you probably never heard before, but I got into yoga through a book. Okay. Like super traditional, like it's a book. And it's not even a book about yoga. It's a book about how to learn. So okay. the book is more. like learn anything in like 20 hours or something. Okay. Oh, what? Who is it by? I can't remember. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, you can you can probably yeah, take okay. it down and search it later. And uh, yeah, so it's a book about learning, like teaching you how to learn fast. Mm. And how they do it is like they, do, they use five skills. One of the skills in there were yoga. Okay, yeah, strange, but anyway. Like, as in yoga is the actual skill, not not like uh, wake up early in the morning or... No, like no, no. An actual skill is to do yoga to get better at learning. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, as in like, they use yoga as like, okay, how do you get into yoga and then pick it up as quickly as possible? Okay. So like the other the others were like... Uh, so it was an example. Uh, they use yoga as an example. They use yoga uh, as an yeah. example, yeah. So, yeah. So that, I mean, that was like my first introduction into yoga. Like, I mean, I heard of it before, probably. And then like that's like the first time like oh okay so like these are the poses like you know what what things to look out for like how do you like practice so that you make your practice efficient lah, and I like these things like you know efficiency is like a big thing in parkour mm. so like it tied in very very nicely. Then after that I started like my own home practice. Mm. So after that, the book stuff, then you start doing your own yoga stuff and it also because you know you don't really have at least in my case like I don't really go out and. Uh, practice parkour that often but you know when you're at home like you have the floor like mm. floor gym like, basically you, you can do prison anything workout, uh. yeah 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 prison, prison workout, convict conditioning and then you just do like ground flow which I also do in like parkour so mm. it's like very seamlessly it tied in so that was how you know I got into uh, yoga but it's remained largely a home practice mm. oh. mm. what kind of like like how did you like YouTube or yeah, yeah, a bit of YouTube, mm. a bit of YouTube, definitely. I think that is. Uh, was there mainly stretching at the first at the point when you started? Not really. It was like warrior to warrior three, like kind of, like a high lunge, low lunge. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Standing poses, lah. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, I also can't take any weight on my arms at that point. Right. Like remember, I was still coming out of surgery. Okay. And yeah, so standing poses. Uh, I remember a lot of like the, forward forward triangle. What was your impression of yoga back then from a book? Hmm. Mm. Like, and what was it before and what was it like after the that that point did you think that yoga was just about stretching and stuff like that like all, all most people would think that, yeah right? I'm, I, I guess the stretching part is there I think mm. I also felt um, the way I saw yoga before the book is like a, a way to push limits like really because it's more of like I saw it as like a like the contortionist point of view ah, yeah like right. wow if you do yoga for a long time you know you can do these things like foot behind head kind of mm. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, that, that's a possible avenue. Right. Yeah, after, after the book, I'm like, okay, you know, it's not all about that. La. There are certain, like, key essential postures that, you know, are probably a better gateway into into yoga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, hmm. After I started practicing and, and, the, and the flow and everything, now I started understanding, uh, like, breath, especially, like, Ooh. super important because, like, in parkour or, like, in many other like uh, aspects like disciplines you don't really get that such a heavy emphasis on breath 
and not just like the physical but you know like everything like internally mm. mind everything like the breath becomes so important then you st- I start applying it to parkour and I'm like wow shit this is like yeah yeah I feel like that aspect of yoga can translate into anything that we do like in jiu-jitsu so you 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 have the breath to 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 because you need to think right mm. if you're just like ah, ah, spazzing around yeah. the breath brings you back to okay I need to be calm I need to put my hand here I need to do this even in rock climbing even in really? everything right yeah, like yeah. these kind of problem solving things that you do with your body parkour being one where you need to analyze the place yeah. okay I'm gonna just do a backflip over here when I <laughs> land there I'll do that and that, all that comes from like being chiller, right? I guess. Okay. Mm. Um. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. On on the on the thing on the on the topic of like breath, what happens is that because it's not so emphasized in uh. Okay, I'm just gonna relate it back to parkour. Mm. Like when we do it, it's just like okay, there's certain moves, and you're just uh trying to apply, and then you try and push the limits of your body, and uh, what happens is that when you start thinking of breath, then the gate or, or the, the bridge to like movement as a whole becomes a lot clearer. Mm. Because um, like one of the big like movement schools or, or people that put out ideologies are like, uh, have you heard of Fighting Monkey? A school? Fighting or Monkey is, is like, okay, like you, you probably heard about like, Iroportal all yeah, time, right? Yeah. So Fighting Monkey is like another school. Maybe, okay. if, you talk to, maybe if you talk to Fagan, he would have probably uh, okay. brought it up. So they always... Um, they re- always espouse that uh, rhythm, rhythm and coordination should come before building your strength and power. Yeah. So, mm. like when we talk about rhythm and coordination, on a very surface level, you can see like, oh, okay, maybe just like uh, juggling stuff, balancing stuff, maybe crawling, you know, on all fours, because that takes a lot of coordination. But if you go one level deeper, like rhythm is like your breath, your heartbeat, the oh, even wow. like the space, the spaces between each breath, is like it's so important because. It's like a time time based uh, like, we are, like we are time based machines, right? Like the human body. Mm. So you have to follow the beats. You cannot just like ah like it's mm. very jarring. Mm. If you pace it properly, then that's how you get like your grace, the elegance in movement. Oh, mm. That is another level of that is of, yeah. It's another level of 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 that that sport. You want to call it a sport? A, a philosophy, yeah. uh, discipline. discipline, discipline, discipline. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I know sport, in, yeah. in other podcasts, yeah, we've talked yeah, about the sport thing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. We've digressed <laughs> a few times already. So, okay, yeah. Going back to the, how did yoga start for you? Okay, and, and so now, now where does your journey? How did this pick up? Say you say you're doing rehab, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you got you you found yoga as a way to rehabilitate, and then where was that? point where you went to your first studio or went to your first and then now here you are teaching it yeah. <laughs> yeah. how did that come about yeah so I mean when I you know finally decided to like go out into trying to go in studios mm. it was after I've been coaching parkour a while already mm. so I was already um, kind of like sharing my views on stuff and then I was like you know actually I do yoga as well why don't I have a look at you know what I can bring to other people and it would only it wouldn't be fair like, if I just came out of like a home practice and like try to teach people mm. things when I haven't actually even gone out to see how other teachers do it, how other studios do it. Like at, I mean at that point also, my understanding of yoga is super physical based. Mm. Like I had no idea about the spiritual aspect. I don't have no idea about how long is your yoga practice N- now? I mean like yeah, how long has it been? Um, based on like if you based from the surgery, probably like couple of years three mm, plus okay. 
Yeah, but but I mean like it's very different like home and studio practice. So when I finally got out of my my shell, so to speak, uh, first studio I went to actually was YM, hmm. and what I did was uh, I I I bought this ten class package. And I didn't even really care like what classes I went to uh. Although I, I remember like I just tried to like go and like get get intense yeah. uh, practice in. But basically, I had ten class package, and every class I went, I just booked a different teacher. Mm, just and, to try her. Yeah, and also after class, I'll make it a point to talk to that teacher. Mm. Like I'll get their 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 take la, on like you know what's it like to be a teacher, um, what's their 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 view on yoga what's their perception of yoga in like a modern context mm. you know can you survive just teaching yoga that kind of just like a, a very broad thing like mm. you know like I, me coming into the yoga world like the yoga scene I, I had so many questions to ask yeah. and I wanted to get it from like as diverse an audience as possible wow. so that's what I did yeah so it was good honestly I mean whether it's like just one studio I think every teacher has their own take anyway mm. So you get to see even like same class types, like you have like powerful, powerful, like two, two different people that can be super different. Yeah. And it's like the vibe coming in and um, most most of them were super encouraging. Like, although I told them like, you know, it's like my first few classes in a studio, they were honestly really warm and welcoming. Mm. And they were more than willing to like sit down and, and talk to me, even though it was like maybe end of the day, they still, they probably like the last class of the day, they're still like, okay, you know, let's connect with this human being mm-hmm. which has no idea. Yeah, so I was super grateful for that. I've never met a teacher who wouldn't be willing to share about yeah. yoga when <laughs> asked about it, lah. Yeah, as in, yeah. but for someone that has not been, yeah. it's it's nice to like, oh, okay, like this community, you know, people actually care. Mm. Yeah, and like okay. you would want to be if like if I went to all ten classes and like even three of the teachers weren't willing to share, then I'd be like, you know, maybe yoga isn't mm. the thing for me. But yeah, la, more or less, it was a uh, pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so eventually, yeah, la, so you just like, but for YTT-wise, it's like you kind of like try and go online, try to find out what works for you. So I was kind of like referred to, like, because now I teach at NP, mm. and why I kind of ended up there is because like two separate sources uh, directed me to NP, Ooh. yeah, to Priyana basically. Yeah. And as someone who is like, like if then we take a big, picture of the world like if you have two separate sources who have like no ah. they have no like uh, incentive you know there's nothing yeah, in it yeah. for them to refer you to, to this person or yeah. this source like you better start listening yeah, la, you know yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the universe is pointing you in a certain direction so from YM it was um, Jessica Jessica Ooh, Tan yeah, yeah. She, she she goes there sometimes yeah. yeah so she was like you know if you're looking for something more or whatever like um, go to this person it's called Priyan and I was mm. like oh okay so at that point I was like oh I never even heard of this uh. at all then after that, so the second person I was talking to is Shu, Shu Hui. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah so she did, she, this was after <laughs> she took her TT? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I kind of saw already, but at I, I that point, I was still wasn't into yoga that much. Yeah. And I was like, hey, actually, you took, uh, I basically oh, yeah, chatted yeah. her up. La, like, hey, you took um uh, your TT at this uh, studio. It's like, how uh, was it? And she was like sharing me everything. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's, let's have a look. So <laughs> same thing, I went to yeah. the studio, like tried a few classes there. I'm like, I think that time he was away or whatever, but I finally I went for like the teacher training info session. Yeah. And I was like, okay, shit, this is this is the thing for me. I think don't, so. I don't went to like two of them or three of them. Oh. I, I went I was to there. the second one. I thought I was there. there. Maybe oh. you were <laughs> Did I say something? I remember I spoke at the second one. Really? I can't remember. Oh. Maybe not. I can't remember you. 
って。Yeah, maybe not. I mean, I don't really leave an impression.、Mm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So, but I didn't go for the second batch. Yeah. Basically,、oh, I, I took、right. a while. Like I was deliberating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then I was like, okay, never mind.、And、I just told like Pam and Priya, like, okay, you know, the next one, next one. like. I want to be the first or the first few to know lah. Like、yeah. hit me up, please. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's how it happened. Nice.、Mm. <laughs> and I remember you coming to class like back、yeah. then when I was teaching, and I remember you asking me all those questions so that you said that you were gonna ask the teachers at the end. Right. Right. That was nice, and I remember like like was I was very happy to like share with you, and then I remember also like when I first started out, I wanted to get involved in this this. Like、I wanted to find out, like,、mm. where, where do you take your TT from? What is it like? <laughs> yeah. All these stories. Hey, you got can can money and all whatever lah, right? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. stuff like that. Just natural questions, and by asking these questions, you already sort of draw yourself to it subconsciously.、Kind of. You know,、mm-hmm. yeah. You mentioned that you needed to be efficient in parkour. Okay. Okay. In what sense? So, um, in what sense? Okay, I give you the broad, uh, broad high level understanding.、Mm. Like many people would describe parkour, like if you ask them, like what is parkour,、um, it's the most efficient way of bringing yourself from point A to point B.、Hmm. So, like breaking that up, basically point A to point B, you have like an origin and an end, lah, in in mind, and then efficient because you you want to be able to fastest way. It's it has to be fast, yet it has to be sustainable. So it cannot be like a like one way ticket to hell kind of thing. Like if I just jump off the building, yeah, lah, sure, lah, eleven floor to first floor. Efficient, right? But it has to be able to replicate, and also,、um, what happens is that the body has certain ways, lah, to move that are not so energy taxing. Like you want to be, you want to be a, a good manager of your energy, yeah. And it comes with a very deep understanding of yourself. So efficiency, yeah. Again, there's many levels to it.、It's、like you have to be very introspective. Understanding yourself, like certain moves might be efficient for you, certain moves might be more efficient for you, and you see like different practitioners have different、uh, takes on what happens. Also,、uh, when we're talking about efficiency, I think it it kind of brings in the aesthetics versus functionality,、uh, especially when we talk about parkour versus like free running, tricking stuff like flips and stuff. Like if we're talking pure functional, pure practical movement. That is kind of like more of where I lean to. Like I like to really get there as quickly as possible, as safely as possible, as opposed to like okay, I have this flashy move. Let's say I'm gonna throw it inside, but it might actually like delay you. It might actually like deviate you off course. Not that it's bad, but that's not uh that's not my goal. Ah, that's not my objective with parkour. Yeah. So efficiency is you know managing my body, my reserves, and then also kind of accomplishing the goal that I want to. Hmm. Free running and parkour.、Oh, yeah. Same, same, different. Same, same, different. Because、um, you mentioned about getting to point A to point B in the fastest way and efficient, rather、yeah. than the most fanciest way. Yeah, yeah. So then, is there a difference between parkour and free running? Because I met this guy a long time ago,、okay. and he said that free running is like, like the difference, is that free running is you are, imagine you're being chased and you just have to get away from that person, and then it's like any way that you want to. Then so that's why I thought parkour is the fancy way instead、ah. of the most efficient way. Okay.、So、what's your interpretation? Or what is the interpretation of like the whole, the both of them? Okay, I don't want to say he's wrong,、uh-huh. but he's wrong. But <laughs> no, like listen, like okay, I I would say um they exist on a spectrum. If it's like a zero to hundred kind of thing, like this side is functional, this side is uh aesthetic、mm. or expressionist. 
parkour exists on the functional aspect, uh, functional end of the spectrum. Free running kind of comes in the middle. You still do want to achieve a certain objective, but there is more like self-expression, more uh, style points. Uh. Style points, yeah. Okay, yeah. You can put it that with style points. You have the, you have the luxury of like I want to throw a flip in here. I want to do something fancy like. Mm. In parkour, you might see like unnecessary, but in free running, you might be like, okay, yeah, like this is me, like mm. this is how I choose to move. So it's very, uh, it kind of takes the the aspect of freedom like one level higher. You get to like, okay, I have the freedom to express, yet I'm doing my my duty as like moving to my mm. objective. On the far end is like pure flipping, like those who do flips, kind of tricking probably like they throw like kicks, like you know like. Uh, those kicks especially like, tricking. Like, tricking it's a thing it's, it's a thing oh. it's a thing actually today 9th of August um, there's this thing called Singapore Tricking Gathering wow okay so it's actually shout quite out. a big thing shout out and I've never heard the word tricking before okay you'll hear like, and you'll see and you'll think like, oh this shit is cool but you, yeah but it's not efficient <laughs> I mean efficient <laughs> in the sense of like, moving from point A to point B probably not yeah but it does demonstrate uh, a high level of like explosive potential with the body um, also like a lot of air awareness so like your, your ability to negotiate in uh, in an aerial positions wow. okay. yeah. so it's like your flips your kicks you know you heard of aerials and stuff yeah yeah those come in so on a spectrum that's the far end of like expression parkour exists on the far end of like uh, functional mm. practical movement and what draw, drew you to parkour the, the the philosophy of parkour okay okay so I mean because that's all that already is a nice a yeah, nice idea is. like getting from point A to point B in the most fastest and efficient way mm. translates to a lot of things in life mm. yeah mm. definitely how did you resonate with that uh, with this A to B thing or other just, just parkour, parkour as a whole with the philosophy of parkour mm. and why like why not why not uh, you know whatever other things yeah. are out there yeah. why not rock climbing why not basketball okay <laughs> yeah okay like talking about basketball or like sport in general mm. like why most of us that choose a discipline as opposed to a sport mm. and really want to keep that distinction is um, one very big obvious one is uh, the aspect of competition so mm. okay having said that I'm shooting myself in the foot there are competitions in parkour sure I mean there are competitions, competitions in, in any, yoga anything also anything yeah, so like yeah, yeah, you, you can if you want right yeah. but again you take what you want out of the discipline and like sport also has certain like uh, there's certain things to follow the where intention, if you don't yeah. yeah and like there's a competition there's certain things that you want to and also I think when you talk about sport there's always an aspect of like very commonly like a team thing so team if you sports, yeah. yeah it's not that community is not good but these disciplines are very personal they are very you know individual la. it's not like it's not like oh, the, your, the team carry you or yeah, if yeah, your yeah. star player is not yeah, there yeah. you cannot win that kind of thing yeah there are different like things to benefit from there, but you know, as a person, if that's not what you're looking for, then sport will not appeal to you, lah. Mm. So that's what happened. Like, okay, so disciplines like parkour, uh, disciplines like yoga. There's a, you know, there's like there's a philosophy behind things. So, beyond the you know, most efficient way of getting from point A to point B, um, parkour actually, we look slightly further and slightly further back into the history. There is a a time where it used to be called Art du Déplacement. Okay, since it come it comes from France. French, yeah. Yeah, it comes from I've the seen French. the movie. I've seen Yamakazi. <laughs> ah, oh, you seen it? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. All right. Back in the day. Damn. 10 points. 5 stars to you. Yeah. And yeah, so, um, yeah, so, so basically, Parkour evolved from that. 
and uh, auto de- auto displacement is an English art of displacement. Go on. Like basically, cool. yeah, yeah. Dis- displacing the body lah. That's why hmm. okay, a bit of philosophy here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the way I see it is like A to B. The only difference between A and B in your mind, like personally, individually, is that A is where my body occupies space now. B is an unoccupied space. So the art of displacement is basically displacing your position in A and then appearing in B or occupying the space in B. Wow, that's okay. that's amazing. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's like cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously, I don't talk about this on on the in in common lah. I, mean, I think you should. I think it's a nice a nice um. It's nice to draw people to that. Okay. Like, yeah, I think you should. Yeah, I always like philosophy. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna steal some of the. Yeah, yeah, please go. I mean, yes. it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> go on, go on. Yeah. So beyond that, um, Ardudi Ardudi actually has, I guess, four other key tenets. Um, most critical or most applicable to me, I find is this. Uh, it's, it's just basically to. Be strong to be useful. Okay, I'm not going to try the French. To be strong to be useful. So two parts: be strong, be useful. So being strong is you know conditioning the body, conditioning the mind, and basically taking your your body's potential as far as you can go. But not just you know for 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 just be strong for to be strong I mean just for its own sake, not not really, but to be useful. So there's also an aspect of like looking outwards, like. You know how can you influence others in your life? Mm. How can you add value? How can you, how can you, know, you use be a that part? strength to correct to, to yeah. make a difference? Uh, I guess. Mm. I mean, you're doing things that allows you to achieve certain things that most humans cannot. So, mm. like, that's kind of uh, almost like a duty or like a responsibility for wow. you to uh, help lah. If you are have if you if the crisis calls for it, you know when the time arises. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Eh? So I mean, it's not as common. You know that you know you actually get to apply, but you do see like on the stuff, you do see stuff on the news like you know this guy climbs up the building to save a guy from the fire, everything like this French mm-hmm. probably in the past and yeah I mean small things um even it doesn't have to be like a fire you know a building on fire it can even just be like rolling out of the way mm-hmm. or reacting quick enough to like pull someone out yeah, of save uh, a baby from a the car a right? train track or whatever yeah on the yeah. train track yeah so I mean these are things that uh that this tenant in particular like calls out to me because you know yeah like, you can train to be to be strong and everything but just for yourself like you know it's a bit uh, like what, what there must be something more mm. so helping others is actually like, a super big part of like why I do parkour yeah wow and yeah yeah go on no I mean I I, I guess like which boy which brings back to a, a, it being a discipline as well even in martial arts it, same thing. You using you you using it to protect people. Let's mm-hmm. say to, mm-hmm. to use the violence to to defend, not so much to off off offense or to, yeah. to attack. Yeah, and it's it's quite interesting to learn that something like that, like something like movement, you're mm-hmm. just jumping around buildings. How does that make a difference, right? Yeah. Oh, but no, like you you can use this ability to 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 push people out of the way or to to save some old guy who fell into the train tracks or whatever like that. Yeah, which is not every day but like you could essentially if yeah. you had the skills this is something that is going to motivate you to see the world in a different way because now you're using the awareness of the space and yeah. you're, you're putting in your ability and your strength to and to apply it to, to get from point A to point B la, the, uh, the, the, the place small that's, <laughs> yeah, cool, yeah. that's cool yeah I yeah. like it yeah. what were the other three okay the other three um, okay so, I mean I'm just going to go in like priority of yeah. of what I 
priority number two, I would say, is to be and to last. So first one is be strong to be useful. Second one is to be and to last. So be and to last is, again, I like to do things in levels. Level one is just like basically uh, like endurance. One is you don't run a route that you know you cannot get to the end to. So you have to be able to last. This makes sense. Literally. Yeah. Secondly, like when we train, you have to train with this word sustainability in mind. Like you cannot do something now that is going to affect your training or your performance, you know, 20 years down the road. You mm. want to remain a parkour practitioner, you know, like when you're 40, 50, 60, like you still see like the old guys, I mean, the the, the founders at like, I don't know, at advanced ages still doing like crazy stuff. And it's because like they have this like training philosophy in mind that they trained uh, to be and to last lah, where, you know, they are training so that the body remains strong and sharp all the way into even later later mm. ages. Yeah, and also because, I mean, the, like you see us doing crazy stuff and it really affects your training. Like, how are you as a practitioner? How are you, you know, every time you go out, there's such a huge risk. Like, you no, know, maybe you go in attend one yoga class, what is the chances of you like breaking something? Mm. It's not so much. So mm. you go out and train, 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 train. But for us, each time we go out, if you try something big, there's a chance. Like, our failures are expensive la, to, uh-huh. to say the least like, it's a very expensive failure to have like you fall one thing you might set you back like months years maybe even forever right so you have to keep that in mind like to be and to last mm. yeah um, number three is um, sorry number three is movement for all so okay. it's just basically like just an inclusive uh, aspect of things like the community you aspect yeah uh, okay wait haven't the community aspect yet oh, okay. yeah uh, movement for all is just bec- being like super welcoming like anyone at any age any body type like movement not just parkour like should be accessible to humans mm. it's like it shouldn't be a privilege uh, you know Yeah. it's like oh shit I can't believe I forget it's on the podcast but is it Socrates or Plato where like it's a shame if uh, like as a man you don't explore the limits of your human ability might be Plato yeah mm. so like movement should be accessible to everyone and uh, that's what to summarize like mm. to condense what that, that third tenet is basically movements for all mm. uh, fourth one is we start together we finish together hey. so uh, yeah you probably heard this one I think so, I've heard Vegan say that before as well yeah prob- start yeah. together finish together yeah. such a parkour thing okay. it's, yeah it's a super parkour thing and it's super applicable because um, especially one like if you're taking classes and we're doing like uh, like conditioning like, like in a yoga in a yoga context like core like people are dying people are like they want to quit they want to like get out already but, you know, we started this class together, like, with this mindset of, okay, we are a community, we are here, we are in it together, let's suffer together, let's get to the end together, you know, it's like, yeah lah, it's a, it's it's a very so- solidarity, yeah, yeah. yeah, solidarity, camaraderie, we're talking about, like, we have started this community, and we're kind of, like, leveraging each other's strengths, and we get to our end goal, mm. yeah, so, yeah, I definitely, you probably heard Fagan say this, and it's super powerful. Mm, yeah. There is that bond. <laughs> uh, there is I'm that sure, bond. Yeah. yeah. Like, although as much as like, it's an internal uh, individual uh, discipline, there is still like value in each other, mm. like bouncing off each other. That's kind of cool. Mm. Like, I, I've always thought of parkour as just a very pure, I guess like in any, anything that yeah. we do yeah. and anything that you see from the outside, it's just, oh, it's just jump around. What? <laughs> or you got to stretch or anything. What? What's yeah, the big deal? Yeah. But then when you learn, when you understand the the deeper meaning behind it, the philosophies behind yeah, it, yeah. the camaraderie behind it, the community comes with yoga, comes with jits, the brotherhood, even in this one. Yeah. It's this whole like, like 
Yeah, let's start this, let's end this. And this is some such a simple analogy to have, but especially I said I guess in parkour where like everybody's getting from point A to point B, you can't leave one guy still at Yeah, yeah. There's like look you know, man behind. Yeah, you, know? you yeah. gotta go back and jump jump back, <laughs> save the guy, jump back, jump to the point together. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Oh, this is nice. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there was something about the first one, the being strong to be useful. Oh, okay. So, I mean, beyond these four tenets, like, something else about parkour that is, I think, quite relevant in our, in our daily lives is that because you want to train to a point that you're strong enough to help others, um, to go one step further is to always be ready to help people. So it's not like, okay, cat in the tree or man trying to jump off the, the building on fire. I cannot be like, hey guys, wait, uh, give me 20 minutes, I do my warm-up first, <laughs> I will stretch it out, okay, do my 4 4 4 4 sun salutations five times, uh, no, it's like, yeah, if, go. if time calls for it, I have to go, yeah, mm. so it's like, Reactive. the practitioner mindset, you have to be, wow. yeah, yeah, so like, that helps with being useful, uh. yeah. like, you know, like, if you're calling for an ambulance, like, every minute, every second counts, yeah, yeah, if, like, first aider, so like, even if you're first aider, and you take like, five minutes, oh shit, how to, I forget how to do mm. my CPR, like, dude, those are precious minutes, man. You yeah. have to be ready. If you need to save someone's life, do it. Yeah. Like, you have to be, yeah. Wow. So, hmm. How does that translate into other things? Like, how do you think that that principle hmm. has helped you in your daily life? I think, um, okay. Uh, to help you be a better person uh, in whatever way that you see. Correct, correct. But for uh, maybe like in a teacher, teacher context or like a coach, like being strong is probably like being knowledgeable, like knowing your mm. craft. Um, being how, how do I say? It? Being like very competent in relating to people and communicating your ideas. Mm. So being useful is basically giving them the value and allowing them to apply. So you have to know your stuff. Like you have to be strong, know your stuff to be useful, so you can help other people. You cannot just be a teacher and be like, ah, I'm just like everything you know is like on the surface. Like you, like your cues are like ah, eh, like man you mm. have to be able to go like one level deeper yeah. and you have to be able to like relate to like your students because mm. they're here for a reason right or they're here for you like you need to be able to connect on a deeper level and if you're just going to provide stuff that they can find on the internet then you know what are you doing as a teacher mm. yeah that's true i guess that's something for me to think about as well in terms of my teaching i feel like i've i've sort of been stagnating as well in terms of really? my yeah, mm. yeah yeah because like say at MP, you were always forced to change because you have to teach this the thing every week, right? Isn't right. It? Yeah. Yeah. I, remember, I remember you telling me about yeah, this. It's yeah. hard, huh? <laughs> and then at YM, it, sometimes I get to repeat it, which is the it's a luxury, okay. and like I get by repeating it, I get to perfect it. Yes. Yes, that, that that's true. Which that's which true. sometimes you don't get at the other place, but but with the lack of like the change the curriculum, then it becomes stagnant. Then like sometimes if you're teaching a lot, you like. Okay, I just repeat this, I repeat this, yeah. and I feel like, oh no, I'm shortchanging people, you know, if I don't. Okay. But okay. then there is value in repetition. Mm-hmm. Bikram, Ashtanga, same sequence all the time. Yep. Not yep. to say that I don't change it, I'm not using the same <laughs> thing all the time, but then, like, I can afford to be a little bit more creative, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's something to think about, I guess, like whether you can find a deeper meaning in what you do and try and translate it to other people as well. Mm. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm sure you. Maybe not on like a class by class basis, but like deepening your craft or deepening your understanding can just be like small things. Small like, cues, yeah. yeah. Small, or yeah. maybe like you, you go back then like 
you like maybe in your own practice you like discover, discover some, in your back yeah. like oh actually I should kill this like yeah, oh yeah. Like, maybe people will resonate with you know certain things like instead of just like oh uh, don't crunch in your lower back maybe I like guess, lift the chest up the gaze or something mm. yeah funny thing also is that like, when I was like ever since I've been doing this podcast right and I talked to a lot of people mm. different people have different styles and different intentions and I'm like, I, I feel like I'm still trying to find what my intention is okay. to teach even though like I've always thought that um, I was gonna teach yoga as a way of bringing awareness to the breath and to your body mm. and then certain poses that can like I like balancing poses because you're forced to oh, damn. yeah okay. you're forced okay. to to like focus because yeah. otherwise you toe right yeah so that the 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 pose forces you to be focused yeah so that was my intention uh. but then like there's always a different way there's always a a, a, a deeper way to bring that through not just through poses mm-hmm. through cues through 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 breath yeah. there's a lot of ways uh, which I haven't really explored yet I guess right right Mm. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, that Ooh. that whole like being present mm. and being in the here and now thing is one of the biggest aspects of like yoga to me. And I'm sure in parkour, yes. even in jiu-jitsu, yeah. in everything, it's, it's that flow state. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, open that, <laughs> yeah. open, open that door. The, yeah, so, yeah, okay, no, like, let, let zoom back down to, mm. to, to yoga, like, when I first discovered it, yeah, okay, you see the asanas and everything. I think most people, their first foray into yoga will be in the asanas. And mm. it's like, I, I mean, I tell it to myself, like, asanas are like a gateway drug to yoga. But that's I'm like, true, that's true. But I'm like, you know what? I agree. It's good, like, take it. Like, if like, marijuana is a gateway drug to whatever, like, yeah, take, take it, it. Because you need to unlock the other thing. Correct. Yeah. yeah, if, you know, Bopian, you want to unlock the other eight rungs of, the, the, <laughs> of yoga, if you have to take up rung number three, asana, yeah. then sure, so be it, you know? As long as you delve deeper into it and you open up your eyes to the rest of them. Yeah, so, okay, so then back to being in the present and everything. Mm. When I finally discovered that aspect of yoga, I was like, shit, this mm. this is it. This is what I'm here for. Because, mm. okay, jumping the gun, like flow, it's not like flowing in the movement or like flowing in like, you know, like we're talking about like even cooking. Not literal flowing. La. Yeah, as in yeah. like flow, like uh, yeah, yeah. being in that state. like Right not in like just like movement or like uh, like cooking and everything yeah. like you realize that flow if you kind of like over, over simplify it's meditation like you flow to be now here mm. and now and that's what you're trying to achieve in meditation like the end goal is to create that state mm. where it's not so much the activity it's just arriving a, at a the being. state yeah so now like if you look at yoga like column one yoga then you go flow column three flow mm. uh, uh, column 3 meditation so then you put next row parkour second column flow meditation mm. so that's how like that's also why I try to like marry parkour and yoga because the flow state is basically describing these two movements as a moving meditation mm. yes which is precisely the end goal uh, to be present like if you are so distracted especially in a parkour context if you're so distracted you're gonna get wrecked. Mm. The 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 ledge is gonna is gonna crush you. You're yeah. gonna smash the wall. You have to be aware, especially if you're practicing in a crowded place. You have to negotiate with the obstacle yourself and the crowd moving around. Mm. You have to know everything that's happening at every single point, like yeah. frame by frame, beat by beat, breath by breath, moment by moment. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> no, literally. Yeah. So, like, if you are not focused, right, which is 
one aspect of the flow state. Yeah. If you're not focused, then you're screwed. You lose the whole plot already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah which and you need to meditate while you are moving. Maybe meditate is a different word. Like meditate okay. is like say, but I know what you mean. Like say meditation is like the 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 act of sitting down. But that's okay, not okay, what we meant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we mean is like being in the state Mindful, of being, uh, being yes, just yes, being correct. in the present moment. Correct. So it's parkour, flow, mm-hmm. being present. Correct. Like being correct. there. Yoga does that. Yes. Jiu-Jitsu does that. Correct. Parkour does that. Yes. You need to be in, like say, the past, the present, the, the now. Yeah. Your mind will always be at all these places. Jumping but now. if you can bring, bring yourself here now, I'm in my body now, mm. I have to jump the ledge, I have to be in this pose, I have to stay in this balancing, whatever. I have to do this now, everything else you forget. Correct. And that presence is what you are here for. You, your life is here to experience the present moment. Everything that you do, if you end up worrying about the past and if you end up thinking about the future, you're never here. Yeah. But life is all about being here. Yes. And the <laughs> movement... Um, Accentuates or amplifies. Yeah, amplifies. It brings yeah. it brings you back to that moment. Mm. Yeah, and I I can relate to any aspect of any discipline that can that can bring you there. Even in dance, I need to talk to that. Yeah, I need yeah. to talk to a dancer for some reason. You do have to talk to a dancer. Yeah, I don't know any dancers. Have you heard of this? Uh, the dance and the dancer cannot be separated, or the dance and the dancer are one. Mm. Yeah, I think it was like Eckhart Tolle or something that said this. So it's basically. You are the, the, the dance, body, yeah. and you are moving, but it has not. It's not like separate. You ha- both are intertwined. Mm. Yeah, or it's like okay, like going one step further, like yoga philosophy. Mm. It's like Shiva and Shakti, la, You know, like oh. Prakriti and Purusha. You is one is without the other. Like you cannot just Yin see and a yang, dance. Dark and light, someone, and someone light. has to dance the dance yeah. for you, right? The balance. And, yeah. And if the someone isn't dancing, then there is no dance. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> this theme has been, been coming up a lot recently in my okay. life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. But I like that aspect. I like that there can never be good without bad. You need one or another to balance mm. out everything. Which then brings a point, like, it becomes now a, philosoph- a ph- philosophical. Correct. Right? We're not even talking about movement or dance. Yeah. It's now it's about, like, the balance of the world. Yeah. And how you always notice these two dualities. The yeah. day and the night. It's everywhere. It's everywhere that you look there. You know? Girl and boy. Man and woman. Uh, Batman, Joker. Oh, like, girl and boy, man and woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, very different, huh? <laughs> yeah, Batman, Joker. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but it's this, it's this theme, this common theme that is always shown everywhere. And I was having a talk recently with um, Lee and Edmund. Uh, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lee from the podcast. Last yeah, episode. yeah, Lee. Yeah. And they were saying about how, uh, I can't remember what it was, something about dualities, but uh, I don't know why I brought it up. I wish I could remember. It's okay, we can always check back in. Mm. Oh, it'll come back to me anyway. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, but there's this theme about balance and, mm. and, and, and mm. I quite like it. Yeah. And I feel like once you realize that that there is not red, there is no two sides, there's not like good and bad, so distinct. Everything Correct. is sort of gray. Everything is fuzzy. And once you have an acceptance of the chaos and the peace, without chaos, there can be no peace, Correct. right? And if you can accept the chaos in the world in yourself mm-hmm. because everybody's capable of yeah then there then through understanding of the chaos you find peace in your own life and in your understanding of the world mm-hmm. mm. yeah it's yeah it goes deeper la. Mm. like you know it's not just something we do it's like it's a lifestyle right and when i say lifestyle it really has to affect your, your inner workings yeah. yeah it's just how we we, we see the world la. and then, right. and how you see the world is how you 
experience it. Yeah. Right. Things are not what they are. Things are what you think they are. Correct. Yeah. Like we have so many filters, like we yeah. process, 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 and come inside like, okay, that's what you think the world yeah. is. Yeah. If you are an unhappy person and every day you wake up hating the world and seeing all the negativity, that's the world you're going to live in. Yeah. And if you are a happy person, you walk, you know, traffic, mm-hmm. the people cutting your queue, it's not going to bother you, right? The world becomes a beautiful place because of perspective. Yeah. yeah, you change the way you look at things, you change the world. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, where did we... Okay. So, yeah, back to the flow state. Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to relate back to parkour. Yeah. But when we have... Uh, we try to achieve flow in parkour. And what happens is that because there isn't such a focus on, like, breath or mm. even, like, yoga, we have, like, Tristana, right? We have breath gaze, drishti, mm. and then your bandhas, your locks. Mm. I just made an Instagram post about this. Yeah. But so, yeah, basically, like, the point of the Tristana is like a threefold focus. Mm. And at first I was like, yeah, okay lah, it's a, it's a oh, yoga What do you thing. call it? Tri- Tristanam. What's that? It's like threefold focus. It's like three is points. Is that a yoga term? It is a yoga term. Yeah, hey, I just learned it in my YTT. Tri- hey, tri- what? Trish. T-R-I. The royal lock, is it? Is it royal lock? No, no, that's the Mahabandha. Yeah, Mahabandha. It's not Mahabandha. It's, uh, you, you can write, I mean, um, it's, it's, it's literally just three points of focus so that you remain in the here and now okay okay oh I didn't know yeah I didn't. I mean I know I know that you got a lot you got a whole have all three like, the drishti okay. the breath and the bandhas yes. but I didn't know there was a term for it okay yeah okay, so okay. The, those, these three basically is probably why you're like balancing poses mm-hmm. la. They, they return you back yeah, to yeah, the present yeah, moment yeah, yeah. yes so like there isn't something like that in parkour I'm sure there is I mean okay also because like Yoga has a super, like, a long history. Mm. Everything is, like, well-established, a nice structure to ah, things. There are, there are terms for things. Right. Parkour is a discipline that is, you know... 10 years ago? 10 years old? I, I wouldn't say 10 It's been a while. It's been around. But there isn't a... There isn't, like, a pedagogy. There isn't, like, you know, a no whole books. education system around oh, yeah. it. There's no curriculum. Yeah. Even when I teach parkour, there isn't, like, a set lesson plan and stuff. Like, I'm just... Okay, this is my value. I try to structure it in a nice way. And I deliver that. Mm. So we try to work to okay, yeah, but anyway, so <laughs> like there isn't something um in parkour like, okay guys, you need to like look at this thing or you need uh, to, to breathe when you're doing this. And like when I start, you know, introducing like feeding these kind of things into parkour classes, then things become so much clearer. Yeah. Okay, again back to yoga, like if you're holding your tree pose or you're holding like half moon mm. and you want to forget your breath, sure, like, maybe you can hold, but you'll find that it's so difficult. And once you exit the post, you'll be like, wow, why so tough? Ah? Like, you cannot find the stadium and the sukkum, right? You cannot find the steadiness and the ease. And that's what happens in parkour. Like, maybe you can do a nice route and everything, do your whatever, and then you suddenly realize, like, wow, why, why so difficult? Like, actually, I, I should be able to do this more easily. So the, the thing is, when I heard this the first time in a yoga class, mm. is it, if you're not breathing in the post, you're not doing the post. Mm. It's like, you can look the same shit, but if internally, like, you're not, like inner asana, right? You're not in that inner asana, in that state also, mm-hmm. not just uh, feeling into the pose, like all the small engagements. Then it doesn't count, like, doesn't count, uh, like zero points. Same thing, like if you run off a route and everything, if you are not able to breathe while running in parkour or doing the, the techniques, right? I, I would say no count. Because if you cannot breathe, you cannot think. Yeah. So it's like you're just, either you're relying on muscle memory or you're like just winging it. Mm but winging it in like a dangerous way. Like. Mm. You're, not, you're not remaining present. Yeah, so mm. like having this three points is like so, it's so relevant and so essential like to be able to carry across both disciplines. That's yeah. cool. And because like 
we talk about flow in parkour, but it isn't like flow as in vinyasa or like flow states. Vinyasa and flow states. And when we talk about flow states, like the guy with the super long name who has a book, oh, I don't even know. I cannot. About flow states? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally, the book is called Flow. I feel like I've heard this before. His first name is like M, second name is like C. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, what about? And so he describes it as an optimal experience. Like flow is an optimal experience. Yeah, it should be a green book. Oh, there you go. Like M. Yes, okay, yeah. That's, oh, fine, you, now know. you know why I didn't pronounce it. Mahela, some Russian guy? Mahela Circus Zenti Mahelyi. I love how you try it. The psychology, no. Uh, and you think, uh, like, okay. you look at the book, it's like, how old is that book? It looks like a textbook, like an old school 90s textbook. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the publishing date or something. Mm. I don't know. Doesn't mm. show. Oh, it doesn't show. Or at least I'm not like pressing the right. <laughs> yeah, and whatever. What? what yeah, oh, 1990. Yeah. Ooh. So it's actually been a while. It's, yeah. it's been a, it's been around for a while. So in that book, he describes it like an optimal experience. Mm. So if you're not, you know, you can do the things like to the to the to the third party. You might see like ah okay like you're doing it, but internally the flow isn't there. You're not having the experience. Like honestly, you, you get into a flow state for yourself, mm. right? If you're not experiencing it, then like why? You know, don't, don't like fake it lah you cannot fake it till you make it basically yeah and there's when we talk about flow there's this thing called like the flow channel and it basically describes like you are either in anxiety or in boredom so imagine like a graph y-axis is like what's the thing like challenge and then x-axis is like oh dude I can't remember okay but if you google flow channel okay yeah and stick here so the upper left corner is anxiety when the challenge is like way too high for you to man- to maintain at your current uh, ability level, so to speak. Okay, then what does that mean? And then, yeah, maybe the grey one or something? Challenge and skill. Challenge and skills, challenge yeah, and skill. correct. So, like, if the skill is too low for your current ability level, There's no you, feel, you feel bored. Yeah. Ah. So you want to, like, kind of thread that nice middle ground where you are challenged but still able to you know function at uh, you're not you're not like freaking out yeah, yeah, yeah. right so that is like the flow state and it also ties in back to how you learn stuff basically this comes into like how you practice how you grow your progress is really defined by if you are so constantly on the edge constantly you know, afraid that like, I'm gonna mess this up I'm gonna mm. fall down or it's like ah, I'm just doing my same old like uh, usual poses that I always do like comfort zone you're not getting anywhere. So the flow state can also be applied to like your progress, mm. how you want to learn things, how you want to make your training sessions more efficient. Do you want to go into the gym for two hours and then just next day sore? Mm. You want to go in there, one hour bang out a good one and then recover. Like, I mean, you only grow through the recovery, right? Mm. So being able to apply these things, like our why flow is like so important, especially I think now that, you know, people are picking it up, people are like, getting more aware of it. Mm. Mm. Interesting stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, Did I miss something? Did I deviate or? No, so far so good. Okay. So far on topic. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, parkour. I've never tried it. Okay. I've tried it. You should try it. I you think. Should. I think the only. T- uh, I I think I've I I learned something in army about how to land. Oh. You you you, you have to <laughs> roll on your shoulder. I mean, you sort of. I do that in jujitsu. So you you. You land, you bend the knees, and then you sort of like have to spread the 
dispersed out. Yeah, or something like that. that was yeah. what, and one of the PTIs taught us that when you had to jump down the SOC thing. Okay. Yeah, that was my... Then he said, mentioned, oh yeah, like the parkour people. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, he my did. first experience of parkour, I guess. I like, okay, the army one first. I feel like they kind of... Botched it. Uh. Botched that landing aspect. Like, I was told to land on my heels, which is like... Huh? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. It, it might have been different, like, when it was your turn or when... Just Wait, to my badge. I land on my heels? I don't know. Okay. You, you know, there was like a thing that you had to step off. Yeah, yeah. Like the, 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 you, you have walk, to hold the rifle yeah, yeah, as yeah. you land, right? It's either the, the zigzag thing or the, the last part you jump over the barbed wire, that one. Uh. No, 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 no. Whoa, dude. I didn't even have barbed wire in my what? time, bro. Whoa, mate. Oh, how? The what? last one, the last one, you have to run up the hill and jump over the barbed wire into the sand. You cannot put your gun here to put it facing the side unless you bash your face in. So you hold the gun and jump into the sand. Okay, me, I, I remember that obstacle sounds familiar, yeah. but I don't think I actually had the real barbed wire there. There's always barbed wire there, but you will never touch the barbed wire. Like, it's just there only. Okay, maybe yeah. maybe it's just, yeah. I, I don't know. Okay, okay. Anyway. But anyway, yeah, so, but actually before all the obstacles, there's like a, like a rehearsal kind of thing mm. where they just got you to step off and then land into the sand. Yeah. You know, and then like you were wearing boots. Then I was yeah. like, oh shit, I don't wear boots and do landings. Like, uh-huh. it's damn weird lah because I'm used to like wearing my parkour shoes and like, I was slow to land on my heels. I was like, that's a huge no-no in yeah. parkour. Like, because... Your impact lah. You impact everything eh. The joints. Correct. Yeah, wow, dude. Yeah. That's this common sense <laughs> it's, eh. It is common it's sense. Common you don't even run with your heels eh. Correct, yeah. correct. Yeah. You run on the balls of the feet. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, then you, so you land on the ball of feet. Simple. Yeah. Like running is like controlled landings yeah. right? every time. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So that aspect was like, ah, okay. Fucking hell, I see. Yeah. Wake up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So that's the the army uh, thing out of the way. And then, wait, when, where, else, where else did you hear Paco? Yeah, that was it all. The, 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 the landing part? All? Oh, no, no. Okay, no. The, the jujitsu Oh, right, right. Yeah. So when you were doing that action, mm. it seems like you might have been doing a parkour role, or I wouldn't claim it's a mm. like parkour okay, parkour yeah. role, like it was just like a safety role. Yeah. As long as it's, uh, your, your it's definitely not the gymnastics role, but you're rolling on like, the head, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like kind of to the side, the shoulder contacts the ground first. So yeah, that seems very similar. Mm. And I guess the same concept of like dispersing the energy you know, yeah, from yeah, the, the like, landing. Yeah, yeah. Correct, yeah. So there are certain movement patterns. I mean, movement is movement. Uh, yeah. You know, human body can only move in so many ways that you'll probably tie in back in. Like, I mean, you had the, the chat with the guy who did animal flow. Mm. Like, I've personally never tried animal flow. I've seen videos. I've been like, okay, yep, certain common patterns. Like, yeah. you know, you see in yoga, you see in parkour, you see in jiu- yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I would say, give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> certain uh, movement patterns applied in different environments. Because I guess, especially like in animal flow, it's like purely on the ground. Mm. With like uh, parkour, I guess things are a bit more haphazard, a bit more random. Environment. You're using the environment to yeah. it's it's part of your your playing field, uh. You have to pretty much yeah react la, mm. adapt. Without the environment, would parkour still be parkour, or you're just like doing calisthenics? So is is it even calisthenics? Ooh, so it's just running. This is super what is parkour without the urban terrain? What is parkour without the urban terrain? Oh shit, man! <laughs> what if parkour is done in the in the jungle? Okay, yes. So. Few, few ways you can go from this. Jungle, I would still consider that parkour. parkour because there's it's, an environment. Uh, it's still an environment. There are still obstacles to get over. Basically, if if a norm, normal person, a non-parkour practitioner would normally walk around it, if a parkour practitioner can kind of like jump over it, mm. I would say that is still parkour. Mm. Yeah, not saying that walking is not uh, yeah, is no, wrong no. or anything. Like, yeah. It's a different form of movement. But if it's like a flat 
ground. Wow, that is... I would say, yeah, okay, you can use certain like ground flow movements. But of course, then again, it's like very limited. Mm. You know, it's like if I'm, if I'm conducting a parkour class indoors, like there's only so many things I can do without having a setup. Mm. Or, yeah. Mm. Third avenue out of this question is that uh, I have seen human parkour. This is like super strange. I've only seen in videos. I've never seen it done in real life. Where... Basically, people do it do parkour off pedestrians, lah. <laughs> like but jumping it, over them. Jumping over them, maybe like using willing participants or just random people just jumping over. Ah, uh, the video seemed like they were just like in public and being just a nuisance, uh, Pretty much, la, Which I, which yeah, don't really want to go okay. there and like be a nuisance because we have been enough bad press as it is. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but just more of like weaving in and out. Oh. I guess minimal contact also. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, but that still in itself is the the people in this case are the obstacles, the mm, mm. the playing field, uh. Pretty much lah. Mm. Yeah. So I guess the environment and parkour come hand in hand. Yes, one cannot be without the other. In you a cannot sense, jump around nothing. You, you, yeah. know, you can't jump around nothing. You, you have to have something that you need the obstacle to have the parkour. Yeah, you need the. You cannot overcome. Yeah. a blank space lah. Yeah. Mm. So without one, you can't have the other. Same Correct. thing. The duality Here shows itself again. again. Yeah. It is these things that we, it's in front of us all the time, but you never really notice it. Mm. And people can always think that like, yeah, this wall in front of me is blocking my way. I want to get across it. Yes. But and it, but it's an obstacle. But without the obstacle, you can't find. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like another like theme. Mm. Not like the big tenets of parkour, but like, um, it's also like a, how to say, like how you think about things. Like, Obstacles or opportunities? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like you see, you see a wall, but maybe someone has been trained like, oh, I can do this, this, this. I can climb over. Yeah. You see like the real thing, you're like, wow, sad. I need to walk one whole round. Yeah, then the yeah. guy is just like, bloop, bloop. yeah, yeah. And then like, ah, okay, you know, ah. like so, it really changes how you see things, and it's a very important aspect of uh, parkour practitioner Basically, mm. if it also de- depends on your skill level on like, or your experience. Basically, if you cannot envision such a big thing then you probably won't even see the possibilities mm. but once you've been like exposed then you're like oh actually yeah you can do this here why haven't I thought of that because probably someone has been training a lot longer than you have or they've they've seen a, a wider variety of uh, getting around things wow yeah this is so interesting yeah. I feel like I have never really seen or heard of parkour being described in this way and I don't think it's a very uncommon um I'm sure like if I talk to any other parkour person, he can share the same thing, like yeah. the same ideas. Yes, yes. Mm. I would I would yeah, I wouldn't say like I'm super unique yeah. or, or I mean I think you are, but like it's still <laughs> I mean the fact that I'm talking to you, I think you're a unique guy. Aye, mate, mate. Okay. But but like this is something that like I'm sure every parkour practitioner practitioner? Parkour okay, the ju- official, you know, term is uh, like Traceur, which is French, which is this one I'm also it's like T R A C E U R. Okay. So it's like trace U R, which is like if uh oversimplifying that is like trace T R A C E is like imagine like a line or tracing. Route, tracing. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that's But what is it is French for something or it's just a made up word? Uh, it's French I think literally for for trace la. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like parkour literally means parkour like Parkour trace. So what's the what are you like say yoga is yogi? Yogi uh, is trace. Trace trace. Oh, trace. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So parkour is like it actually it just means like course or obstacle course mm. yeah so okay, okay. it's dealing with yeah 
Yeah, mm. I, feel, I mean, this is a philosophy that you can find in... Correct, correct. Yeah, also yeah. Back, back to like, I, yeah, I'm not... I probably won't be the only one saying this. Maybe mm. not in the exact same words, but there will always be this uh, element of like tamer, adapting yeah. to the environment, uh, mm. developing the body, you know, the be strong cool. to be useful. It's something that, you know, we all yeah. unite. It's always nice. It's always interesting to hear these different commu- uh, communities, I guess, of, mm-hmm. of disciplines. Mm-hmm. And then you hear their philosophy. Let's say I hear, oh, oh, parkour is like this. Yeah. And then I hear, oh, yoga. You know, you talk to any yogi, it's about breath, about mindfulness. Same themes. Yeah. You talk about jujitsu, oh, it's about being in that state of control and, and like uh, being comfortable in, in being in an, an uncomfortable situation. It's always these themes again. And and every other, like if I fucking talk to people who play golf, which I feel that is the <laughs> dumbest thing, but like... <laughs> But that's an outsider's point of view where like you're just hitting a ball with a stick into a hole what's mm-hmm. the what's the big deal but then when you talk to a golfer maybe he'll tell you about oh no it's about technique it's about the yeah. wind and the sun and the wow it's so hard to get this ball into that hole yeah. and then when you understand the philosophies behind it it gets so interesting so and now it makes me feel like I want to talk to all these different people mm. with different disciplines and just yeah. to see what it's like and always there's a common theme about how you see the world mm. Through parkour, you've seen the world in a different way. Yeah, just like I how yoga yeah. and, and every other fucking discipline. Problem solving yeah. in that sense. Problem the solving, obstacles, yes. the wall being the obstacle yes. and how you overcome it through parkour and, and then translates into whatever other version of it in your own life. Mm. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, problem solving is such a huge aspect. Like like climbers, you know? Like climbers. Solving on the go when like your body is like your limit. You know, you have like a clock. as well. How do I get out of this situation? Correct. It's all this theme. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Mm. And okay, I mean, just to like use that, you know, build off that, like when we're talking about problem solving, it's very interesting because when, you know, in a, when I'm like running a parkour route or, or what, I'm like, okay, these are my obstacles and everything. If we kind of rephrase obstacles as like the constraints, and when I think of like yoga, so I was like, you know, I, like, uh, you know, like I don't really have this problem solving aspect in yoga, mm. but actually I think about it there's a huge constraint. You're on the mat. So like when I'm planning classes as well, I must think of, I must like, you know, keep in mind that my 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 students will be on the mat. That is the huge constraint. Mm. Like how do I get them to flow within this space and still, you know, keep them mindful, keep them uh, engaged, la, engaged enough to, you know, carry out a nice, get them into a flow state mm. with this small space. It's a huge, huge constraint. But, you know, without constraints, there's, it's very hard to define a challenge, define a problem that you want to solve in the first place. So like, once again, the constraints become so important that if it's just a blank playing field, eh, like, very hard to create challenges. Mm. Mm. Yeah, without challenges, there's no growth. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. What, what inspires you? What inspires me? I mean, I've seen your Instagram. Sometimes you post stuff about like, quotes or, or like, just stuff that inspire you. Some of the times it's related to yoga or, or, or parkour. Sometimes it's not. This is a general question, I guess. Just want to know where your influences are. Mm. I think priority number one or inspiration number one goes back to self-mastery. So talking internally first, like you, know, you want to be able to be in control of as many things as you can. Uh, and uh, like on a physical level, like your body, can you move in certain degrees of motion? And then on a mental level, are you, you know, can you keep your emotion in check? Mm. Can you, um, like, basically regulate the stuff that goes on in your head? Regulate the uh, the inner workings, lah. So, 
and mastery then, of and the mind. Mastery of the mind, the body, right? And then that kind of affects everything in your life because yeah. like in this life, if you remove everything you have, all you you own is like your body, mm-hmm. right? And then your thoughts and everything. And even then, you don't own these, these things. Yeah, yeah. so, but okay lah. But I know what you mean. Yeah, like, before don't, before, don't before we go to, to that, yeah. Uh, yeah, before we go into the deep end of the pool, um, like these are the things that you kind of only have mm. and like speaking generally in, in life, like you want to look at the things that you have control over and things you don't have control over mm. and those that you don't have control over then you know, you, you just leave it like you deal with yourself first. I, I feel like you make yourself a good person first and then as challenges come, then you react. Mm. Yeah, so that's like the second part of like self-mastery is like oh, how do you relate to people? How do you like manage your emotions? Like uh, body language, everything. How do you read off things? How do you like... It's like there's so many things going on like in a social setting. You have to be able to manage so many emotions at once and like mm. the energy. Like mm. if you... Especially like, okay, like... Again, back to class. Right. Right. You, supposed to go into that, yeah. Yeah, like... Okay, so like my, my, my angle going into this is like communication. Like when I say communication, your go-to is like your voice. Mm. But there's so many other things going on like your this eye tone, contact. Kind, yeah, body language. Yeah, all these body kind of language. Things, yeah. Your... Like, like esoterically like your energy your vibe yeah. like it's all the everything like communication you cannot just like remove one aspect like everything comes into play so as someone who like espouses self-mastery like I need to be able to one be aware if you're not aware you cannot even control and mm. once you are more aware so a very introspective approach to things that's what really inspires me right. and then being able to apply la, and then uh, hopefully people are like bouncing off in the right way they receive it in the right way mm. so that I can actually bring value to them because if they don't even see you in a good light then they're not going to listen to you you don't, you're not going to form a connection yeah yeah. so one is like once I master myself then at least I have a chance of forming a connection with you maybe I can learn from you maybe you can learn from me and that's super inspiring yeah it's mm. like humans are like knives and they can like sharpen each other Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you bounce something off you me, bounce, I bounce yeah. something off you, and then from there we grow. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for the longest time, I was like quite individualistic in the sense that I feel like, okay, I can grow on my own, I can mm. train on my own. And then after that, I, I like, you gotta sit down and be humble, uh, you know, you gotta realize, you shit, people, man, you're not yeah. in this life alone. You cannot, one person cannot possibly learn everything on their mm. own. You cannot master all the whatever you want to achieve. So, okay, you gotta talk to people, you gotta learn from them. And Likewise, like vice versa, you teach them, they teach you, and like we all grow together. Yeah, yeah. Cannot like <laughs> whoever else is like trying to run this life on your own. Yeah, don't like go and find a mentor or something. Find a community. Like really, you will benefit from uh, like having different perspectives, yeah. and you have to remain open. Uh, you have to be humble. Oh, for sure. Hmm. The the day that you decide that you are right is the day that you stop learning. Already. Correct, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like it's very important to have your vibe, uh, your tribe. Mm, yes, and you and to have a mentor, like the idea of a mentor is sort of out there. Like I don't really like. Oh, what do you mean, like a mentor for what? Like okay. if, if, but like say for yoga, it's easy to find your mentor, which is your mm. teacher or whatever, your mm. guru lah. Yeah, and then from there you can learn all about teachers, the the teaching. But yeah. that's in the yoga life. What if I want to learn about art? Who's my mentor? If I yeah. want to learn like, business, what's the what's the idea? Or your boss, you know? Yeah. But then having someone who's experienced in whatever it is that you do, and if you want to pursue that a little bit more to find someone who can like yeah you know way be be a mentor the dis- be a disciple correct learn as much as you can from that person who's off I'm sure if he's in that position is willing to share mm. and then through that you find your own way you find uh, your own style of whatever it is that you do mm. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, I wish I learned that when I was younger. I never thought about like finding a mentor. Or, I mean, like, yeah. I didn't even know what I was. Or I, I didn't even know what I wanted to do, man. I mean, yeah, we're all struggling. We're all like wondering, yeah. you know, in the dark. And yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be like a formal mentor. Yeah. It's just having people uh, give you feedback, lah. Yeah. It's like okay, like in in teaching terms, like feedback loop. Like your students do an action, then they have a result, mm. and from the result. If you don't have a mentor, then you just be like, uh, okay, maybe oh. like I try again the action without like having any, you know, any take or any perspective on that result. But if like a third party comes in, like after looking at the result, give you feedback, then you close the feedback loop. Right. Maybe the action can be different this time or maybe an entirely different direction. Unless you're just throwing darts randomly. You're just throwing darts. Yeah, yeah you, you don't, don't know even know if the yeah. board is there. Yeah, right. That's true. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't have to be a formal mentor, but you know, someone that can come in and give you an alternative perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how you grow. So, like, feedback that's loops. That's true. The, clo- the faster you can close feedback loops, the faster mm. a human can grow. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. Interesting. I mean, that's why they always say, like, ah, uh, yeah, like, if you want to be a singer, like, record your voice. You want to be, like, a dancer, like, take videos of yourself. Like, just way pie, say, go in mm-hmm. video, video, video. If not, you won't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah. Unless you have a dedicated yeah, coach. Yeah, that's la. true, that's true. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Mm. <laughs> uh, not to learn, not to learn. Yeah. But it's but it's so cool, like you have this platform, you can speak to so many people. I think that uh, really, you know, sets you up for Dude, I'm 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 in, I'm amazed about how, how much this has taken off. It's not even just the yoga community, which is already right. very closed and mm. I was lucky enough to talk to the people that I talked to who had their own influences and then people that reached out to me and all that. So I'm glad that I'm in a way bringing people together and creating a, a difference uh, in, in, in a small way yeah. and I'm learning so much man yeah dude I'm learning so much from all these people wow yeah. all these conversations even from you now cheers oh, like, yeah no for sure now you've now you've you've introduced me into a little bit more about what parkour is and let's say for the, the yoga people who listen to this podcast mm. now they now they oh, have a better perspective yeah even if they don't show up to a parkour class, yeah, by no. hearing this conversation, it changes their outlook in a little way about yes. what maybe they, their perception of what yoga uh, uh, parkour is mm-hmm. or any other discipline. Maybe when they walk out into the street, they themselves have a change of perspective because they see the wall now as not just the <laughs> obstacle, yeah. it's the challenge, right? Yes, yes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> fun, fun times. Fun times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How has teaching been? How has teaching been? Considering ah. that you're still relatively new. Many yes. challenges you've that faced. That's definitely... Uh, <laughs> I, I was just sharing mm-hmm. um, with you, like, before I started teaching and I was listening to a podcast then I'm hearing, like, all these teachers share their teaching stories, like, you know, like, all the weird vibes after class, all the, you know, like, all the, all the, all the funny shit, like, which I, as we go on, I'll, I'll share also. I feel... I'm still struggling with, like, dealing with weird vibes, you know, like, feeling as if like did I deliver a good class did I you know did I say something wrong I hope you know they didn't feel like I wasted that time and um, but especially when it comes to like I have done my own coaching and then like teaching yoga is like so different mm. once like you know once like let's say 7 o'clock class 7 o'clock start the show begins you know, like, it's like show time <laughs> you ca- I cannot stop I cannot stop the class yeah. and like okay guys let's try something different yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe like okay you have like a peak post that's like your one chance la, you yeah, know or maybe even like then. even then like things have to go if the flow you mess it up wow it's so terrible it's very obvious somehow. it's very obvious yeah and I'm lucky enough that in some senses I'm able to recover quickly la, but only because of like my experience in par- the car- ah. parkour field but even then I still don't 
I'm still quite affected by you know the faces, yeah. the, the the words or whatever. Like people like leaving as soon as class ends. Yeah. He's like, oh no, is yeah. it because you hate it? Yeah, it's like Namaste. Yeah. Then like only seven out of fourteen Namastes come back to me. Then like, hey, where's the wait, the the vibe's not good yeah. or anything? Is it like never thank you for my energy? So that is definitely something I'm I'm still uh, struggling with. Yeah. Another aspect is probably. Well, I can't remember who was it that he was talking in the other podcast. Like the moment you bring them into the first um down, down dog or the, yeah, then you yeah. know already like the class is a certain way. Why? So actually I had a similar experience. Strangely enough, on my first, very first class, not even teaching like comp class. Formally, like, comp class, yes. Not even down dog, bro. The moment I brought them to knees, chest, chin. Fucking knees, chest, chin is, is not it's easy. It's so easy, harder, but dude. I'm like, wow, wreck, bro. Yeah. And like, because my comp class is a tough class. Like, yeah, like, you cannot have comp class, tough class one. Because there's going to be this beginners that show up. Correct. And think I they did, want a free class. Which I was not aware of, which, but which I realized because on the listing is like community class. It doesn't say basic or blah. Uh, it doesn't yeah. say like, who, level three, level yeah, four. Yeah. You know, you don't know that this teacher is going to wreck you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and then like, my, my, my people is like crow uh. so it's if you need chest chin and then I see it I'm like gone lah bro like cannot oh shit like knee chest chin is like the chest not even on the mat so I'm uh. like oh dead but so then I all, all the podcast things start coming back to me I'm like you cannot change the class on the go right yeah. like you need to deliver the value to everyone else that's uh. here I cannot change the class for this one person so that's it lah like you just, just follow go. through yeah just follow through like I'm still I deliver the class to the best of my ability. Yeah. The best I can do for you now is give you options. Yeah. Or maybe like adjust you, assist you if 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 it's even possible, uh, you know. Mm. So that was what happens and it's good to finally like resonate, Exper- yeah. experience. experience yeah. yeah, yeah, through the podcast <sighs> and then like getting into things. Man. But you know, by and large, I I really enjoy teaching. Like I really enjoy sharing and then like uh, like when I plan my classes I'm like wow hey, my, teachers, my students gonna love this flow man it's like so cool like, I can't believe I came out with it like I really want them to like experience it yeah. go through it and then uh, I, when I explain the people they're like wow dude like you actually take away something from me like it's not just about me but like they feel like wow shit I can actually do this like yeah. you know it's not like I, I couldn't do for Amway before but because I went to so and so's class I can do it. it's like it's just showing them the potential Yeah, I think it's yeah like, no matter what you teach like you know, even if you're a gym instructor, like, wow, dude, you can do this. Uh. Yeah, dude, yeah. I'm, I, I, I went for a class and I find out that actually I'm, I'm bigger than who I am. I'm stronger mm-hmm. than what I thought I was. And that is, is so essential as like being a coach or being a teacher. It's the, uh, it's empowerment. It is, yes, yeah, yes. It's empowering others. And I think the day that you, you claim that like, oh, I taught this student how to do the crow, yeah, you're fucked up already. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, you. You can't do that. He like. did the crow. You were just there while it happened. Correct. You can't take responsibility for that. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. surrendering and like yeah, detaching yeah, yeah. from like the, the fruits of the, the practice, because you know it it could be any teacher mm. or it could be, no, it could be anything. It could be like that that guy has been learning how to do crow for the past ten years and you just happen to be the one that he did it in. Yeah, you know <laughs> you want you want to take you, you want to take, take credit for that. Really like, come on, man! <laughs> yeah. You think them tired? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like it's it's the this journey is still, I mean even for me it's still new. Okay. And I feel like there's always a lot, there's so much to learn mm. as time goes by. Mm. Not just from the students, but from your own evolution of teaching and I your see. own style as well. Yeah. Things might start to, to evolve. Like you might feel that maybe breath is more important now. I'm going to teach more on breath. Mm. And whether you can align that with like your crowd or your, your studio's um, 
style or, or like what if one day you don't decide you don't want to teach people anymore that doesn't align with MP anymore right okay, yeah. but then I mean that's an out there kind yeah, of situation yeah. but like, like as you evolve your practice will evolve and your teaching will evolve as well hmm. from the asanas coming in to, yeah. to the more of the eight limbs you know Correct. and maybe you might just end up being like a a different kind like those those like really like bhakti yoga oh, or like kundalini yeah. or whatever you know these are all these, these are all still under the tree yeah, but it's yeah. It's the gateway drug is true, true practice. You just show up to the studio. You see what see what you like, see what you don't like, and from there it takes off. As long as you're on the mat, like, I think there is no harm. Yeah, it's uh, still gonna do you some good. Actually, that that is kind of a good like reassuring, uh, like something I keep in the back of my head. Like, like these students have taken the time to shop on a mat. Like, they are here for a reason. You know, like it's whatever not like their as if, reason, uh, yeah, whatever their reason. Like you know, you you're just here for them. And that's super important, I think, for for how I go into classes. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of journey. It's a long journey. Mm. A, lot is, a lot gets revealed. And teaching is a very vulnerable thing. You're in front of people. Yeah. You are revealing a part of you to them, these strangers. You are opening yourself <laughs> up. And, and you have to be there to, to tang the energy. Uh. Yeah. And again, like, I, I like, like, you, like, we talked about, like, we talk about all this the idea of holding space. Yeah. And what does that mean? Eh? What does that mean? But now, as having been a teacher, having taught your classes, yeah. you understand a bit about I, what that means, you know? Like, it's not about what you say or how you say it. Like, mm. all these things matter, yes. But then, the the, the class shows you mm-hmm. what they are and you have to yes. see it, you know? You have to just balance that, you know? Yeah. Because everybody's looking to you. Everybody's clinging on to every <laughs> word you say. Eh? Yeah, dude. It's scary man it's super scary yeah but it's interesting also because when we talk about like hold, yeah back to holding space when you know you let you, you are vulnerable so step one you are vulnerable they can be vulnerable with you and then once they have shown you their sights it then falls on you to like accept and mm. like not judge you know who they have shown you to be because mm. you have given them the space to be and if once they have chosen to take that option then you know you have to accept it yeah, you can't yeah. be like judging them. You cannot yeah. be judging them. You can be critical, yeah. but you cannot be judgy. Yeah. Okay. And, and you think about what we just said. How abstract does that even sound? Yeah, you know? yeah. you have to experience it to know. Yeah. Like, like, say if a student has decided to show you uh, her, his or her weakness yeah. by, by the, doing a shitty knee session. Mm. And you've, you've seen that. Yeah. Thanks for being honest with your body. Yes. Thanks for honoring your, uh, your body's limitations yeah. and, and showing it to me. Now, now I know that where you stand, you're not egoistic about it. Like, all these things I know already yeah. from your one post. Correct. And now what am I going to do with that information? And am I going to be compassionate to you? Am I going to give you options? Or am I going to say certain things during the class to make you feel good about it? Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, I'll be like, oh, if your chest doesn't go down, maybe you can do this. It's okay, you can skip the vinyasa. Things, then these things, you know that I'm talking to you because yeah. you showed it to me. Yeah. And then like, I mean, you, you probably will, I mean, if you are in that, that those guys' shoes, you be like, yeah, okay, at least the teacher is not like yeah. forcing me or like, yeah, she's, yeah. Help, she's trying to help me like, in a certain way. Yeah. And you can easily turn that table. You can be like, no, no, I want your, your chest to be in a certain way. Come on, try harder. Yeah. You know, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, this, say, like, you yeah. better have your chest down. If not, later the crow, you're going to yeah. struggle. You say these kind of things. Wow. Jalad, mate. <laughs> but there are teachers who do that and, and that's their style. Sometimes people do want to be pushed but like, that's, I don't, I don't agree with it. Nothing mm. wrong with it, I guess, but I feel like you take the power away from the students. Correct. 
Correct. Right? Because yeah. some people go to class not to push 100%. I don't go to class to fucking go 100%. I'm chill as fuck when uh, I practice. Okay, fine. I, I'm super intense. La, so. <laughs> yeah, and, and sure, if people, if, if that's your, your style, then, then mm. that's, the, that's who you will resonate with. Yeah. La. Yeah. And that's what you want to teach as well. And that that means that you're authentic in your own way. People don't like or like, that's up to them. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, being authentic is like, you basically you want them to be real uh, with yeah. you, with them, with themselves. And especially with like, fine, going back to asanas, like mm. some things cannot force one. It's like you can fake a smile, you can fake a laugh in a social setting, mm. but if your chest cannot touch the floor, you cannot fake it. Yeah, you you have to be real with me yeah. on the mat. Yeah. yeah, and you can see people who gay sell. Yeah. They are, you know what I mean? They like, they try to do it, but they cannot, but then they, 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 they do whatever they can to try and make it look like, like your, <laughs> yeah, and then you know like, oh, you can't be honest with me right now yeah. and that's okay. Yes. You, you come back some other time maybe and mm. one day when you really are okay with your own body then yes. you will then you will then then it will come to you the yoga will, will come to you correct yeah <sighs> but it's good la. it's it's about being real like in especially in modern it forces you to be real man in a modern context like, yeah we are lacking so much of this but That's on true. the mat you cannot run like in, on the mat yeah in the in the even in jiu-jitsu, yeah, even in parkour, yeah. right? You cannot fake. You, you cannot. You cannot fake. Yeah. The jiu-jitsu will force, it will force you <laughs> to show you the truth. Right? You you think you you cannot, yeah. right? You, you, you think I you know the skill? Tap out. Yeah, <laughs> you fo- cannot do it. You tap. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> mm. There's no lying on the mat, man. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Like, it's humbling experience. It is, it is. How has your teaching evolved? Hmm. I think after the TT with Lee, and if you've heard the podcast, it's a different oh, it's a different level man it's a whole new Aaron 2.0 yeah I mean like I'm I, I'm not even there yet okay and I mean, still refining I, 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 reflecting it's more of like now a, a new door has been opened to me and I've seen right. what it's like on the other side and I want to get there but it's hard for me to get there um, because not like it, it takes it's a it's a journey yep yeah so I'm working towards that journey I don't really know the path but I, I think I need to sort of like just push the smoke away and slowly, oh, is this a road? Okay, I guess I'll take two steps here, that kind mm. of thing. So it's a long journey. She's been teaching for eight years. Eh? I see, I see. And I'm just one year in there. How I need seven more years to know to reach there. So it's yeah. a long way and I'm, I'm just along for the ride. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. But hopefully I'm getting better. I want to get better in all aspects, you know. Mm. So just have to be in uncomfortable situations until I feel comfortable in them to get better at what I do. Right, right. Ah, but what about like, you know, even like relating to students or even like your own practice? How is that? Hmm. I guess for I mean someone... your practice has always changed. Like okay. you're like, I I'm I'm more um, I'm more gentle when okay. I practice. I've yeah. always sort of been gentle lah. I take it easy. I don't like to really do option three, but I will always listen to my body. If I feel like doing the inversion, I'll do. Yeah. If I don't want to, I'll be lazy lah. But not because I'm lazy, but because I. Like that's not who this, you are. This is what I want to do. Like, I yeah. want to take option. It feels good. Why would I? Why am I gonna sweat it out at option three when I don't want to? Mm-hmm. That's my personal practice, okay. and and I'm more compassionate with the teachers, whether it's a quote unquote good or bad class. Yeah. Um. I learned there's always something to learn. I feel. And, yeah. That's in terms of personal practice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool though. Shall we wrap it up? Yeah. Sure. Thanks for the chat, mate. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You have a really cool website. Okay. Yeah. I've seen it before. It's got you jumping around in the front part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tell people about it. Um, that is, yeah, you can say it's parkour. 
Mm. Uh, basically, um, what, what Aaron just describing is uh, the first banner on my website is me kind of like crossing over the ledge, but mm. it's a bit more playful. Like there's an, there's an aspect of play in it. Yeah, that's true, that's true. It's, yeah. it's not like... It's I'm not, not trying to kill the wall. Yeah, you're just like... Whoop. Yeah. yeah, and okay lah. I try to make it look effortless, yeah, cool. yeah, which yeah. is yeah the, hey. the whole point of like graceful and stuff. So yeah, that is more of me like just exploring uh, small like transitions, shifting the weight from here to there. Mm. It's like pretty much the stuff that I would teach if I am having an indoor parkour class, mm. just the ground, you know, open space. That's yeah, um, that's what you saw. That's what you can probably explore with, you know, if you go for a parkour class. Hint, hint. No, I just hey. just kidding. Yeah. No, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Like if like yeah, if people want to get there, that's where they find you. Yeah. Or at least they want to step into parkour. That's what you could do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. Since slight deviation, like yeah. since we brought up play, um, why it it looks easy is because okay. Whoa, well, quote from Vegan once again. Mm. Um, Vegan always tells me this. Um, or tells his students this that you, you play, at the core of your competence. Okay. So yeah, hold it there. Mm-hmm. And then you practice at the edge of your ability. So you play at the core of your competence means that it should be comfort zone stuff. It should be easy. It should come natural to you. So the movement should be hmm, nice, you know, seamless to you. And then when you practice, you're trying to like just push that boundary slightly, ever so slightly. Like you t- that's water basically mm-hmm. as you practice bit by bit. So having this like play and practice aspects helps you to change how you, you know, go about your your whatever you do like, you know, jits or whatever oh, that's, mm. that makes sense mm. yeah okay especially in the terms of parkour where you can't really go crazy yeah then you, you can't go all the way yeah because the then you, you hurt yourself mm-hmm. yeah within your own limitations yeah, yeah. cool yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean same for, for yoga so la, you have yeah. to do the 20 minutes of sun salutation first then okay maybe you can talk about yeah. you can't pushing. be like kick into handstand with, <laughs> without any like you can't do crow or what I mean yeah, you know, I mean, it's you, the you steps want, to it, uh. Yeah, you have you have to slowly mm. la, push. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So I guess this is a hint for me to self plug, yes. shameless plug for my website. It's hard to spell because it's my name. <laughs> it's uh, rafaelrevindran.com mm. So R E P H A E L R E V I N D R A N dot com. It'll be the it'll be nothing but let's kick it downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, that's my website. Um, what about Instagram? Instagram, um, Instagram. I go by at enso dot flow. So enso e n s o. If you use mind body, is that little symbol of that little paintbrush brush stroke right, thing? Right. Yep. Enso is uh, you go search it up. No time to talk in the podcast. You'll love it. You'll you'll see why I put it as uh, contrasting with uh, flow, mm. or not contrasting, but uh, complementary, complementary yeah. flow. Yeah. So enso dot flow. That's if you want to find me on Instagram. Okay. Hmm. Anyone? Any? Any final words? Any closing? Any final words? Any final thoughts to the people listening? The mostly yogis. Yeah, the mostly yogis. Oh, I got a nice name for them. Yeah. Um. I would say keep giving Aaron love. Yeah. I, no, honestly, because um, I I always I always share his his uh like like when I'm listening to the podcast, I share it on Instagram because it's such a good way to you know delve into other people's perspectives. And um, I guess Aaron's like holding space on the mat and, yeah. and in the freaking studio like the whole time. Such a sweet talker. You know? and, and okay, wait. So I listened to his podcast like on my like commute to like a 7 a.m. like private, um, like I teach my private student. And it gives me, you know, that kind of like fire to, to get through. And it's so nice to hear Aaron's honey sweet voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. But it's, it, yeah, I know. Like, 
Yeah. Other than that, I think just be be mindful of like why you do things. Like, you mm. know, just don't do not do yoga for the sake of doing yoga. Don't do your, your whatever you do, like calisthenics, parkour, um, bar, spin. Like, don't just do it for the sake of doing it. Like, mm. try and be mindful. Think of, you know, why you do it. Like, is it part of your lifestyle? And mm. like, it definitely has to influence your decisions at some point. Like, you know, not just like being like vegetarian, you know, like, like with Leo. Yeah, why do you do it just for fun? Because yeah, people are doing it. it there fun. has to be a deeper meaning. Like, yeah. And you want to be intentional about things. Yeah. You want to be super intentional. You want to be super mindful. You don't want to, like if you're using the analogy of like, you take the bus and then you end up at your workplace and you don't even know how the hell you got there. You don't want that exaggerated you don't mm. want that to be your life you oh. don't want to end up like 60 70 years old and then look back like oh i took the train and then that, oh, i'm here like 70 old yeah. like what what the heck have i done or i have i actually have an active part to play in my life you know yeah that's my message uh, you know, be mindful even in everyday life in everyday things <laughs> cheers thanks cheers, for cheers. doing this with me hey you know it's, it's my privilege yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank right. you so much thanks man all right yeah. that's it all right, cue the ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> I love the outro, dude. Oh man, yeah. It's like, oh, I can hear Aaron's voice. That's the end. I don't know why the uh, ending is so abrupt, but anyway, go check out his website. It looks really cool. Uh, when the when you click on it and the page loads, you can see a video of him doing a little trick over the wall. Uh, Mommy, what are you doing here? Come in. You listen to what? Why are you disturbing me? Mommy. I listen, can I listen? Go away. Go away. Bye bye. Go away. Go away. Go away. Go check out his website. At the yeah, at the top, you can see him doing a cool little trick in his website of him jumping over the wall, which which is which is cool. Hit him up if you are looking to work on your movement or just just drop him a message, say hello, uh, tell him how handsome he is. Uh, what else? Uh, like, subscribe, share on IG, send the stuff, share the IG stories, tag me, tag your yogi friends, tag your non-yogi friends. And uh, a couple of things, a uh, couple of personal updates, or not really personal updates, just updates in general. Uh, first off, this party has been taking off, and I would like to just take this opportunity to thank everybody who are uh, avid listeners, new listeners, old listeners. Uh, thank you for supporting. Thank you for uh, letting me know that this is making a difference in some way and that, that I'm doing a good job. So thank you. Um, to the people that I've met or to the people that reached out to me on IG or, or whatever platform. Thanks. Uh, secondly, what else? Oh yeah, I, I mean, this takes this takes a lot of effort. Um, just like some behind the scenes updates. This, like say I record the thing, it takes like maybe an hour or two, right? I meet the person, I go down and I record it. And then the, the editing process takes a, quite a long time. I have to think about what to write and Tweaking the audio, making sure that it sounds nice. And then recording the intros and the outros, you know, I gotta find a time and then I've got a job and everything. It's no excuse, but then what I'm saying is that it it's 
it used to be my plan was to like have it out once in a week once a week and then it became like okay once every two months uh, twice every month and now it seems to be becoming like a once a month thing and i don't really i i want to keep doing this but then it's it's it, you know it's eating a little bit too much into my time so i think i'm just gonna not be so critical about myself now and just do it whenever i have the time this will give me more um time to do the things that i want to do instead of like oh, oh the only time that i'm free i rush home and i gotta work on a party so um yeah i mean this is a hobby i'm not getting paid for this so i shouldn't be be be, be you know i shouldn't be dreading to do this that's what i'm saying yeah i just thought i'd share it uh oh and lastly it sponsors of, speaking of getting paid if anybody wants to sponsor me for advertising whatever you know this is a platform that can reach out to the, the yogis of singapore and apparently some non-yogis as well like people have reached out to me saying like oh i i really love the podcast i never do yoga I was like huh really don't know <laughs> i mean i'm quite genuinely intrigued like how did you get like how did you you know even listen to this like how did you find this anyway uh yeah once again thank you for everything um until the next episode stay tuned uh stay out of trouble finish your homework on time look both ways before you cross the street uh, listen to your listen to your elders and do good things and yeah that's it okay bye